and welcome to episode 298 of RPG Friends Retro Encounter. And once again, Omae Wamo Shinderu, and we are discussing Samurai. Yay! More Hakaoki, and we're definitely looking forward into well, getting into the themes and talking about the endings. Um, at this point, we've all done the routes that we want to, and we're summing things up. So with me, again, I have Audra Bowling. Go ahead and say hi, Audra. Oh, hi. <laughs> and Lucy Gray. Hello. And Nikki Fukuri. Hello, hello. It is great to meet with all of you once again. Um, I had a lot of fun last time. So I wanted to start out with a just kind of a fun question for everybody. Um, Do you have kind of a favorite historical period or favorite time period to read about in historical fiction? Let's just say that and why. Oh, that's a good one. Mine is... Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, mine's probably Ancient Rome. Nice. I've... Yeah, I've been a fan of that time period for practically forever, I think. (laughs) And I've just... I've studied Latin for five years, and now I don't remember any of it, but it was fun. How did I not know that? It's really neat that you studied Latin. I also studied Latin for five years, and I remember, like, four things, and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. I remember how to say happy birthday. Beliki Natum Tibi. Aw. Yep. The most practical application of Latin. (laughs) Yeah. I would have to say my I'm split because part of me loves the Elizabethan era because what can I say uh I am a bit of a theater nerd and Shakespeare uh still holds a place in my heart but also I really like high Victorian uh craziness like uh Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell so I'm split between those two I can't really make a choice Yeah, I mean, there there's so much good material to pick from. I actually did not have an answer to this question for myself plan. I just got excited that I thought of a fun question to ask. Um, so, ugh, that is really tricky. I don't know. I'm a big mythology nerd, so maybe any time that has anything to do with any of those stories... But, you know, I'm also a big fan of Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, and I like... We can like all the history. Yeah. And, you know, like with Hakuoki, like, I like learning bits of history from other areas of the world as as well, and it's really neat to kind of connect them and figure out what was happening at the same time. Like, I... Oh, shoot. There's actually a relevant meme going around about... The development of the telephone and the dissolution of the shogunate. Apparently they overlap, which I did not know. So someone could have briefly maybe received a telephone call from a samurai. That's amazing. <laughs> samurai 
Graham, at your service. <laughs> Who do you need beheaded? Pretty much. But, but yeah, that just kind of got me thinking. So thank you for sharing your answers. All right. So we have two main roots. We have two roots of the game that we didn't go into in great detail um, last time. So do we want to talk about our, our, our demon friend first and then go on to the main route? Oh boy, there he is. It's Kazuma. Oh, you know it. That's him. I, I love him. Yes, there he is, my husband. Wow. <laughs> I only got his route a day ago. I finally did it. He I've is such... He is just such an asshole. That's great. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, it's, it's okay. So, let's... Yeah, let's kind of go through it. Um, basically, as as we were going through the the game last time, he was the one that was showing up and just kind of interfering and annoying the Shinsengume, right? So let's go through what happens. How do things change for his actual route? Does someone want to give us kind of a plot rundown of? How that happens so basically what happens is his route is like a deviation of the generic everyone dies you are single ready to mingle for the rest of your life because you get separated from the rest of the shinsengumi when they are uh attacked by cannons because cannons are bad yes and <laughs> They're just really bad. So if you get it to the point where you have literally no romance points with anyone, Kazuma shows up to help you out of a dangerous situation. And you can go on to his route where you're basically like, you know what? I'm never going to catch up with the Shinsengumi, but I want to try. So you ask this guy to help you, to like help take you to these places because all of the all of the armies are basically turning against the uh the shogunate, is that right? They're all just they're all just saying bye, see ya. They're they're yeeting themselves out of Right, there. they're kind of and I think they start siding with the imperialists. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so now the Shinsengumi are basically on the quote-unquote wrong side. Right, and they and get so, driven like, further south, kind of as in any other route. But this time, Chizuru is stuck away from them, and she's trying to get back to them. Right. And she can't go alone because she's basically surrounded by the enemy army. She didn't even want to yes, go to Kyoto alone. She's really strong and can help her. It's Kazuma. That's right. And so she's like, do you want to help me out? And Sen is there. And she's like, are you sure? Because this guy kind of strange. And you're like, you know what? He is, but it's fine. I'll ask for his help. And we're going to go. And so you go back to your house. And guess what? The Shinsengumi are already left. They already left Edo. And so you're like, oh, man. Well, in the meantime, I'm going to look at my house. And guess who's there? It's your dad. <gasps> Happy Father's Day. Wow. 
<laughs> but guess what? Is Just take a guess. Do you think your dad is a good guy or a bad guy? It kind of yeah, depends on the, all the other routes. It depends on the other, yeah, it depends on the routes. But in this, I'm guessing bad That's guy. That's right. In this <laughs> route, he's a bad guy. Because, of course, he is. Happy Father's Day. Anyways, so then he's like, oh, snap. I want to, you know, you're actually not my biological daughter because I'm just some commoner and you're the princess or whatever. And uh, I raised you and apparently I was really nice before. But guess what? The imperialists gave me like a high rank of power in exchange for the fury medication or whatever it's called. And so he's like, not, that's not good. We don't want more of those furies. They're not good. And then he's like, what about if I like took you because you're like a princess with the pure demon blood thing and I could make even stronger furies and you're like, that's not good. That's not good for me or anyone else. <laughs> Exactly, and Kazuma's <laughs> like, uh, excuse me, I don't like this stuff, because the whole game, he's been like, Furies are bad, humans are bad, everything's bad, right. except for pure-blooded demons, and now I'm mad. Right, he, Furies are yeah, like yeah, poor yeah. reflections of, of demon power. That's what he's been I mean, saying he's all sort along. Of, he, <laughs> he's, he's sort of like the game's Richard Spencer. Oh, jeez. Aww. So then they, like, move to a different... Oh, yeah, the, the dad makes a run for it. Like, it's it's this great moment. Let me tell you about it. Okay. The dad, like, pushes you so he can make a break for it. And Chizuru is thinking, like, oh, no, I'm going to hit the floor because no one would ever help me as my poor body falls uh, after being pushed so brutally by my father. But no... Kazuma gets you. That's why that's why your dad could run away. And it's like, oh my god, is Kazuma really like developing some consideration towards my well-being? No way. Oh man, character development in my uh game with that is narratively focused? No way. Oh my gosh. So then you follow and then you go to like some other place that I really wasn't paying too much attention to. I was paying oh, attention geez. to Kazuma. But anyway, <laughs> we go there and then the, the dad is there. Oh I yeah, they got still the following the Shinsengumi like, like all the demons, right? I think we're still following yeah, they themselves. Were, like, they got it from their spies. So they're like, yeah. Oh, here's where he's hiding. And yeah, he has like the whole Fury army ready to like fight them. But JK Amagiri killed them all. So now the dad's all alone. And it's just him versus Kazuma. And you know Kazuma's going to beat up this guy. I mean, like, he's not, you know, your dad is not an anime pretty boy. He doesn't stand a chance. It's true. You know, so it's, it's over. And then you get this, the decision, right? You either have to, to let him, let Kazuma just stab your dad. Or say, no, I'm the... I'm the leader of the Yukimura clan, so it's my responsibility. And if you pick that, you know, Kazuma's like, whoa, I like your resolve, but your dad's kind of a bad guy, and we know if we let him go, he's going to do this stuff again, so I'm going to stab your dad. And so he stabs the dad, and then... He doesn't let you stab your dad. <laughs> right, exactly. You don't stab the dad. It's okay, because <laughs> Kazuma's a gentleman deep down. And then uh, you go to the last place 
where the Shinsengumi lost. That's the, it was the last place. It's like, bye. They lost the whole war. Uh, Hijikata died in a battle. Everyone else um, and we'll get to that more. surrendered. And it's the end. That war's over. Everybody's gone. You see the, the Shinsengumi banner broken, tattered on the ground. You start crying. And then Kazuma's like, you know what? I like you. You're cool and uh, you have good resolve. And he gives you a smooch. You're married. Yes. And then he says, you know, like, if you don't come to me, I'm going to find you. And you're like, oh, snap. This is the end of the video game. But the beginning of my relationship with Kazuma, the best character. The end. <laughs> Beautiful summary. Beautiful, beautiful yes. summary. Now we know Nikki's very specific experience on that round. <laughs> He's my favorite. You know, I I genuinely kind of liked it too. It, it and I don't. I know liked what, his round, but it was very short comparatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and on on the yeah, I know that the Vita version is updated, but. Now it just makes me want to play the beta version again. <laughs> oh, they do update it? They make it longer? Yeah. Oh, That's what my sister says. Thank goodness. The beta one is apparently the one that has all the like all the extra roads, all these updates. It's like, yeah, no. You yeah, don't really I, need to romance this dude. I know we all kind of decided to um, try the versions we had, but it, it, I'm I'm kind of glad we got some of both at least yeah um, yeah so yeah i mean i enjoyed it a lot too it, it was short but i don't know if i just needed a break after the other routes but it it's kind of nice that you were dealing with your personal stuff and maybe a little farther removed from the general tragedy just you know for a change for a change of pace I mean, yeah. this is a game that basically anybody you don't pick dies. So, you know, it's guilt trip R us. True, true. And I mean, some of them die anyway. Or you can infer if you want that they do. So, I mean, yeah, yeah this is a really interesting example of a game that's kind of set some bounds based on what actually historically happened. And it, it it's odd because it it ends like a little bit of an air of tragedy and bittersweetness to everything that you're doing because you know that this doesn't end well. I, we got into this a little bit last time, but you know, the Shinsengume Gume there at the, in the final days of the Shogun and you know, it's not going to end with them winning. So it's very, it's very much an interesting choice for an Otome game. And, for sure. And there's so many other games that center around that story as well. So, oh, yes. Yes, there are. So it's kind of interesting that they chose this snapshot. And I think maybe because it does lend a little bit of that tragic element and some gravitas to what's otherwise, you know, an Otome game. I mean, it's also interesting for this game that for so many of the routes... It's sort of ambiguous whether or not your guy actually survives. Mm -hmm. Because for at least a couple of them, you're out in the sunshine when they're a fury and sunshine's not good for them. 
and they're dreaming about their fallen comrades, and you're like, wait, dude, are you dying of my lap? Did you die? What? Did you just take a nap? <laughs> well, the only I mean, good thing, we know if they're a fury, if they die, they turn to ash. So as long as the credits roll before their body disintegrates, we're fine. <laughs> we don't need to know what happens. We need to after. get the stick out yet to poke them. <laughs> <laughs> Are you dead yet? Poke, 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 poke. Okita. Oh, hey. my God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. So, so shall we move on to the, the main yes. uh, route? The game is actually named after, and uh, sort of what's considered, um, depending on what media you access uh, the storyline, um, is the canon route. Um, because in both the manga and the anime that are based off this game, um, this is the this route is the route that they choose to portray in uh, that media. Yep, it is longer, and it. It's a bit more involved, and it follows our our leader, Hijikata. The game kind of pushes you in his direction when they see something about, you know, his hair and his eyes in the moonlight or something. Like, he's the first one you see, or there's, like, this early scene where Chizuru gets a glimpse of him, and, you know, she's just kind of... He's also hot. Yes. Long black hair, and um, almost always has his uh, robes very seductively left open so you can see all that is needed to go yeah I'm gonna try that route oh hell yeah that's right that's what I came here for <laughs> uh, yeah it is the longest one so I didn't finish it so I was I mean it, it is much longer yeah it's pretty long so let's go through it like his hair pre time <laughs> skip <laughs> <laughs> that's true um, yeah, he does kind of get a Western makeover. So it's pretty similar to the other routes at first. Um, I, I'm excited because I didn't do another route up until this point where you actually get to go to the tavern and have that, um, tavern scene. So it was kind of interesting to see him there with our ninja lady friend that travels around with Sen, you know, kind of trying to spy on the Shinsengumi a little bit. Um, so I'm talk to her. And really, like, near the beginning, I, I think a lot. it's interesting that a lot of the things you have to do to be on his route kind of involve you, like, sticking around or doing what, what he suggested or what kind of make things easy for him in terms of, like, managing things and managing the Shinsengume. There's a lot less, like, I'm going to go rescue people. I'm going to run out into Kyoto. Yeah, he's appreciative for all the, uh, the small ways you can help. You also, on his route, get more of sort of the taste of the side stories than anywhere else. You get the sense that this was the route you were supposed you were supposed to take because it's the longest. You get most uh, more of the story, and you get I almost want to say you get more backstory than at least some of the characters. Yeah, there was a really interesting, uh, cute little scene with him at the tavern where he kind of talks about his farmer background. Which is his personal backstory, not backstory about the Shinsengume, but, you know, I appreciated it. Yeah. I mean, the first route that I did, Hayesuke, you didn't really get, you get briefly told that he used to be part of another group that he goes briefly back to before, like, 30 seconds later, the leader gets killed and he's, 
oh yeah, I'm back. Whatever. Right. Um, his key kind of has slightly more imperial leanings, and like I didn't do his route, so I didn't know he used to be part of a different group. But then he comes back. Yeah, he's. It's really. It's like, let's have a little side jaunt. Um, but with Hichikata's ear, you get more of. I feel like the whole character. Mm-hmm. So again, this is the longest route. This is the route that um, most of the media focuses on. Um, you get more time of him in sexy uh, Western clothing, uh, and they chop that beautiful hair. How dare they? I think. Uh, I think you yeah. get like a moment in Saito's route where he kind of talks about how he learned Ihaido and. You know, he uses, quote, the wrong hand, unquote, but he trained anyway, so he's just as good as most people who use their other hand. Um, But that's like one little glimpse of background. So I think this is kind of a larger scale. Yeah, Hitchikata's is broader, in a sense. So let's, why don't we go through, just a little bit sequentially, let's kind of talk through where he, where he goes. So everything kind of happens similarly to other routes for the first part. Let's talk about where things start to diverge a little bit. When did you all first noticing that? start noticing that? Like the tavern, actually. I mean, that was my first exposure to the... when he was talking about his farming background. Okay. Yeah. I would say, uh, I would also agree that the the tavern also just, I mean after playing what was the shortest route first, just realizing that there was like so much more detail in just the regular scenes that you're sort of like, whoa, okay. Um, you know, this sort of went really quickly in Heisuke's route. This seems we're actually dealing with a little bit more, even, you know, just like the tavern and um, the day-to-day tasks of the Shinsengumi. Okay. Yeah. So how about when everybody's paths start to diverge? Let's talk about that section a little bit with Ijikata's route. So people kind of get separated. You've got this attack from all these other different factions, some with imperialist leanings. There are big problems because some of them have cannons and guns. Um, There are a few different places that the different units are sent to. Um, but Hijikata is in the thick of it until the very, very end. And, you know, obviously he is one of the people hit the hardest uh, with poor Kondo after Kondo gets captured. If you do Okita's route, his, one of his main motivations is trying to kind of come back and he's really upset about Kondo, who he really looked up to. Um, and he's sort of mad at Hijikata, so... Let's go sequentially. Um, anything else memorable from Hijikata's route, like with Kondo? Like as all of that starts to happen, we we still see a lot of the like day to day tasks with the Shinsengume. Um, but did any other details well, around mean, that stick out? For Hijikata's route, you get more of like, oh, all these characters are dying. Oh my god, this is sad. Like for. A couple of the routes, it's sort of like everybody else dies off, but it's all off screen, so you don't really have time to process. Oh, yeah, they're all dead. Uh, yeah, they can but, just summarize it. More uh, on the but, other. Yeah, more on the other routes, but 
for Hijikata, I mean, yes, he's the leader, so it makes sense. But it's really interesting that in his route, you're starting to see him, like, truly mourn his comrades and sort of being the last man standing, which you don't really get in the other routes. Yeah, a lot of them kind of go off on their own. Exactly. Eventually. Usually with Jizuru, at least in Okita and Saito's mm-hmm. routes, you you don't. Like, there's there's kind of a late point in the whole decline of the Shinsengume where each of them jumps chip. And that's not really the case for Hijikata. Um, one other important point is the whole Fury thing. And we haven't really gone into that much. So on a lot of these routes, usually your chosen person is likely to have to take the elixir of life at some point whether that's because they get injured in battle or because our our demon friend is harassing them that's definitely what happened to Saito um a lot of them end up being a fury um so let's talk about how that happens for Hijikata someone want to run through that don't remember it's his was one of the first routes i ever did oh okay so I, sorry no that's okay all i remember is that fight the name drop fight that's all i remember i'm so sorry the name drop fight that's okay i mean this this is the interesting thing is his route is so much longer but if you if it's not the first route you do it sort of becomes a bit of a slog because it's so much more and you've been like, oh yeah, okay, you know, I can breeze through this. And then suddenly it's like, whoo, boy, okay, this is a lot. Take a break. (laughs) I was thinking about how a lot of modern, like, well, I say modern, but more recent uh, Otome games will have the routes in a certain order so you can maybe do like two certain characters first and then you have to finish those before you can start doing someone else's route Mm -hmm. and i'm thinking if hakuoki had been made more recently rather than in the early 2010s would hijikata's route be the one they make you do first or the one that you have to do last? Oh, that's a good question. This is something I actually looked at um, when I was researching the game of sort of figuring out what to do. And most people actually suggest doing Hijikata's route last, just because it gives you so much that the other ones feel brief. I Now, having played it that way, I'm not actually sure that's the best idea, because it becomes a bit of a slog. Uh, because you're just like, okay, yeah, I know what's happening here. I know what's happening here. Okay, yes, we get more detail, but yeah, I know the basics of this. Why are we doing it like this? Yeah, I I can totally imagine it being like the first route, because like you've all said, because he's, he is the Shinsengumi, right? Like he is the Shinsengumi as like a figurehead, as an idea. And because of that, he does get to see everyone else um, and see, you know, see he is affected by them more than in other routes. Like we were saying in Heisuke's route, he doesn't 
really understand what's happening with Okita and his tuberculosis, for example. Yep. Um, but like, uh, yeah, he kind of, if you start with Hijikata's route, it does offer a lot of kind of entryways into the other characters because you see them all. And no. then, oh, I want to learn more about, you know, Okita. I want to learn more about, you know, whoever. Yeah, and it also makes sense that um, all those little summaries that the other characters have, it makes more sense because you've already seen it play out in grand form in Hijikata's route. Yeah. So, um, going, if I had another chance, I would probably do his first. Um, please don't hate me. I do, do not ping me on Twitter and going, how dare you? Uh, it was just uh, a matter preference. of <laughs> personal preference. Also, just, you know, this, it's an interesting balance of that not all the routes are the same length. I've, I'm used to more uh, a couple other Otomia games where the routes are more or less the same length. Um, there's a little bit of variation, but there's generally, you know, there's an equal amount of while this one really seems to be pushing you towards uh, Hijikata, I mean, yes, yeah. it's his name on the box, but, you know, it feels a little unbalanced um, coming at it now, ten years later. In a lot of ways, this really does feel like kind of a main story and then perspectives on the story that are, that are shorter. Right shorter and hone in on different characters slightly but it's the same events so i think there's some merit to you know seeing that main story before the other perspectives and i'm not saying this because i'm biased towards kazuma but he is technically like the quote-unquote secret character which are usually the fun ones to save for the last and his is technically the most historically accurate because you know everybody's dead. <laughs> you are separated, you know, from the Shinsengumi. You find out what happens to them by following in their footsteps rather than because you are there with them. That's a very and interesting take. It's a nice way to just be like, okay, see ya, bye. <laughs> it was yeah, his almost just like an epilogue in a way. Yeah, it's only three chapters plus the, like, final, like, okay, here's one. You have the smooch. Congratulations. You did it. But if you're playing the 3DS version, you're going to want to do all of them for those sweet unlockables, which we'll probably talk about a little later. So we're all suffering together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can we can talk about that now since we can't, we've kind of gone through the route. So just to finish off what happens with Hijikata. So... He's there till the very end, the final stand. Uh, you will have seen the other members of the Shinsengumi kind of leave, do their own thing. Hijikata still fights. I think Izo is one of the final locations. Um, and he stands and, eh, spoiler alert, <laughs> he dies. <laughs> wow. so, so yeah, before we move on to the unlockables, like... Anybody have anything more they want to say, like reactions about that final scene, him getting his name? Just be prepared to cry. I just thought it was an amazing moment in the story. Just really kind of cemented everything that had happened before. 
you also really get the sense of, yeah, everybody's dead. Yeah. Even being a fury can't save you from the inevitable end, existential dread. Woohoo! Yeah! Being a fury does nothing against the toll of history. You get a little bit of that in Okita's route, too, though. There's a moment of, like, being a fury doesn't cure tuberculosis. And it's funny because for a while there, Chizuru, and this is interesting, like, I think she kind of thought he was cured or like she didn't notice him coughing or something. I don't know. I don't know if it's her being like a slightly unreliable narrator and being hopeful and like, or what, but it goes for a while where in the game you, you, you can't tell um, whether the elixir of life helped him or not. And then I think it might even be a couple chapters like into that second part of the game you're talking to him and he's like, yeah, I still have tuberculosis. And it kind of hit me like, oh, really? Wait. Everything's tragic. Demons still have lung problems. That's, I guess, I guess Kazuma's right. And, you know, they don't quite have that true demon strength. Something. You see, because the whole idea, and I'm again, I'm not biased. I swear, I'm not biased. I'm not just saying this because it was Cosmos routing Cosmos the best. It's got nothing to do with that. I swear, I'm not biased. All I'm saying is Cosmo was like, you know, your dad was corrupted by the humans who only care about money and power, and that's not good. And then you think about it, like, oh my god, the Furies are like the demons corrupted by the bad parts of humanity. However, Chizuru, who is a demon, was taken in by the Shinsengumi who stood for their values, which were honor and loyalty and integrity. And those are the good parts of humanity. And that's why she was not corrupted. Wow, humans can be good sometimes, guys. Oh, snap. They were the only ones worthy of his respect. Exactly. Wow. Time to cry. Oh, boy. Indeed. And then I unlocked the photo mode. And let me tell you (laughs) about that. It's the best thing in the game. Please, please go go on about this photo mode. Okay, listen. Okay, in the 3DS, that's the Nintendo 3DS video game console system <laughs> there is the hakuoki memories of the shinsengumi game i don't know what axis has Thank this you. obsession with memories you've got amnesia memories you got pio fiore faded memories you got shinsengumi memories you've got <laughs> memories all over the place i just want to forget okay anyways this is the point the point is you got this amazing photo mode so it's like when you go to the photo booth and you take the cute little pictures and you can put like the frames and stuff that's what this is so you can use your nintendo 3ds console cameras to take a picture and then you can put little stamps and little cute pictures of the hakuoki boys all around you because that's good and because they make you feel whole inside so it's sort of almost so, like kind of like aug- like not real time augmented reality, but sort of like yes, take an actual photo, and 
Ad hoc I know they're in, in, yeah, it's, uh, I know in, Jap- in Japanese it's uh, Perikura. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, it's it's the big thing. You go in, it's a photo booth, and you add all these stickers everywhere. But, uh, Nikki, you were adding them to, to, like, screenshots from other games, were you not? Yes, oh my god, so here is the big thing. You can actually, instead of take a photograph, you can you you can say edit, and it will open up your Nintendo 3DS systems saved photographs. So all those games that you can take photographs in, Tomodachi Life, Animal Crossing, Pokemon Sun and Moon, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire for the Nintendo 3DS, the you know any game. That lets you take oh, Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 3DS. All of those games that let you take the photos and save them to your console, you can edit them and put little Hakuoki stickers on them. So I took this cute picture I took of my spiel from Pokemon Omega Ruby, the video game, in the little contest when he was just being this cute round lad and I put all these little Hakuoki boys next to him because he's a good boy and deserves to be next to the Shinsengumi. And it's so good. They're protecting him. All over. It's so I mean, I just love that idea. She, okay. Um, Nikki is not exaggerating. I see not only the Shinsengumi, but the three, the three demon boys as well. It's so good, yes! And every time you complete a route, you get a new frame, like, exclusively with the guy whose route you just finished. So a lot of them are already, like, unlocked. Um, I don't know if there's, like, anything special for unlocking every route, um, but you start with a lot of them, like those chibi ones, already unlocked, and then for every new one, you, you get a new border, with the with the lad and it's it's great you want to be the next lad. to the lad take oh my a picture God. you want to put you know uh shulk from the hit game super smash brothers next to the shinsengumi go ahead and take a picture in that game and then just bring it over to this game it's it's the best this is what technology was made for <laughs> It's it's your own way of writing your own alter uh, alternate universe uh, version of other games. I'm I'm glad you, you said add, that. Add samurais into any, anything. Hey, samurais into Pokemon. Let's do it. Samurais into waiting a- for Sakurai uh, to add Hijikata to Smash Brothers, and now uh, I can uh, pretend uh, that he is in <laughs> Smash Brothers. Uh, He's a trophy because let's uh, let's face it; these are to- Tommy boys. They're there to be your arm candy. Uh, That's true. Okay, now I just want an assist trophy with like all of them just slashing it, everywhere. Oh, you know what it would be? It would be that ending screen where it's just their backs and they're walking into the light, and the effect would be everyone starts crying. <laughs> and that's your moment to strike. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there you go. It, it, like. Puts a penalty on them so they can't move. They can't do anything. You can just smash them. Uh, Ear mode activated. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that you're mentioning all this and all all I can think is like, yes, let's, let's take them out of their tragic fate and, you know, let them spend a nice happy day with Pokemon. <laughs> yes, let's go. 
Yamazaki and Greninja? Come on, like this yeah. stuff writes itself. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, you know, I think the little extras like that can get overlooked. Um, so I really appreciate you bringing that to our attention. And I mean, that's a thing that and it's now so standard in Otome games that I, you know, I I was having fun with it, but the fact that they did it with Haki, uh, this game, um, they made it this, you know, very serious, all about dying, all about death, and you're getting cute little uh, pretty good uh, frames. Oh my god! And I mean, okay, I Just, will. <laughs> I just want to add and explain that the stickers that got added with Seal, they are, I don't want to say chibi exactly, but I mean, it kind of is. They're almost no, chibi they're chi- versions. They're, they're yeah. Chibi. They're, they're chibi versions. They're adorable. They are, totally. Um, the chibis that they use for the promotional material, those are those are what those are. Right. So, yeah. Cute little, oh, adorable. Um, I was trying to show the proper respect. <laughs> and it's, um, it's also... The uh, the little music notes I added those too. Mm-hmm. So, there are like so many options. There's like over ten pages worth of stuff that you can put onto your pictures. So I think that's a good segue into an overall kind of impression about the game. How how do we all feel about this juxtaposition of you know serious tragic history with some of these more like Otome features like the cherry blossoms or like the photo booth. Did we I mean at times it felt like a serious like record scratch? Say what? Uh, because you know you're in this moment of serious uh, death and horror and slight magical elements, and there's a guy smiling at you with cherry blossoms falling on his face, and it's like. Really? At this point? Now? And, I mean, it's a really interesting way of doing Otome games, of like bringing in history and uh, bringing in tragic figures to have this tragic Otome game. But at the same time, sometimes it just felt like whiplash. It's Yeah, yeah there could be a dissonance. And it's interesting. Although, in as a slight defense, because we still have to admit that it's there, but I do appreciate they have very extensive uh, options. You can, like, mm-hmm. turn off the cherry blossoms to indicate that you got, like, a, an increase in romance. Yes. Um, and you can even change, like, how opaque the text box is. I spent, like, a good ten minutes getting that exactly Ooh. how I wanted it. Accessibility. So I do appreciate the options they give you to kind of take that away. Yeah, that, and I mean, you don't necessarily have to take the photos. That's also another way to think about it. If you want a more kind of like cohesive, uh, dark experience, that and yeah, the encyclopedia type stuff. Uh, I noticed that. You know, if you're more interested in the history than anything else, you can turn off some of those features and spend some time browsing and reading about the. The actual historical figures and locations. The events. I honestly wish I had spent more time doing that, because um, they they're very specific about pl- 
places and there's a good amount of, you know, coherence between the routes about who goes where, when, etc. I think they were really detailed with the encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. So, and it's funny because I think like, for me personally, and I think this is true for audiences in general to some degree, like, if done right or to a certain degree, like, that juxtaposition, that kind of jarring thing can be sort of fun. Yeah. S- sometimes, but yeah, we it all depends. Yeah, we can't have it be all sad all the time because then it would be overwhelming. I think it helps put a little bit more insight into the characters, too, to have to see the different facets of them. Right. That's an interesting point. There is something to be said for, you know, finding finding those light or important moments when things are really heavy as well. And you could you definitely could look at some of those features in that from that sort of perspective as well. I just really hope that nobody tried to use this to uh, pass a history class. Oh, yes, that would not be. That would not be good. Unless they okay, just went but, to the encyclopedia. You know, Sengoku Basara, though, is very accurate and definitely not <laughs> over the top. And everyone should use that to uh, pass their history classes. Uh, disclaimer, please don't do that. The teacher in me is going, no, you don't. No, uh, you don't. That is interesting how, like obviously completely different genre and completely different time period but like sometimes sometimes Japanese developers are really okay with over exaggerating their historical fiction for the sake of entertainment value yeah Uh, that's definitely a trend you can kind of see all over the place and actually correct me if I'm wrong those here who are more knowledgeable about Otome games, but I think this really gave a good example and kind of a format for like integrating those different elements. Because after this, you see a lot of visual novels that kind of integrate like a dark, gritty story of some kind with romance. Like Color Times Malice or mm-hmm. Code Real Lives. Yeah. Yeah, those those were there's just two specific ones. I was yeah, there's, of. <laughs> yeah, there's just, definitely been a, a bigger trend uh, since Akuiki came out of uh, using dark elements in Otome games and visual no- novels as well. So, I was interested in in two. Like, this is kind of a side note, but like this significant amount of anime. I think there were like multiple seasons based off of this and just there's so many Hakuoki games that tell a very similar story but add things or change things slightly yep I mean it was a two season anime but yeah it um, was popular at the time there was a manga uh, that went along with it uh, multiple games and um, there was the fan uh fan game of uh the uh alternative universe high school oh shoot uh, that went along with oh man 
That's not it's, they're, that's they're a fan disc. That's not a fan game. That's a sorry, fan. fan. That's yeah, real. Fan Let's disc. go. You can buy the merchandise. Go to you know www I don't know anime merchandise dot com or something. <laughs> you want your favorite boy in the cute high school uniform or something go ahead give us your credit card and it'll all be fine we'll send them all to you have fun here you go yeah that's it let's go sweet school life these are grown men anyways that's right yeah i got nothing more to say i never played it but i know it exists i know it's out there and isn't there even a prequel yep Mm -hmm. what would the prequel be is it middle school (laughs) <laughs> oh no, not for the fan disc for oh. just the series in general. Yeah. And Supposedly so- when they're young they're younger. Yeah, there's that season that series of games where it's it's all demons. It's like the Yukimura clan, oh, right. the Kazuma yes. clan, mm-hmm. and they're all these handsome demon men, and I'm like, yeah, that's right. Axis games. When are you gonna give me this one, please? Thank you. I feel like that's a better choice than, you know, earlier in the lives of the Shinsengume, because based on what I've looked at and read, m- most of them were, you know, farming or peddling medicine. At least a you know, decent portion of them. Oh my god, so it's gonna be a, a story of seasons crossing yes. Hakuoki. Oh my god, yes. I I would run a farm as Kondo. I would. Um Let's go. And and I want I have you got, have you all seen Potion Craft or like the there are at least a few different like potion making na- games coming out. I would play something like that with um Hijikata's family. That would be hilarious. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes, oh, sign me up. There is a gold mine of potential. You just gotta go for the crossovers. <laughs> Let's go. Let's see it. And so, let's move on to sort of kind of our overall final impressions. And then we're going to play a little bit of a game. We'll we'll see how many of us have done our research and who can guess this in some gume based on their historical photos. Um, but first, I mean, would you all have have picked up this game on your own? Did you think everything worked on a scale of one to ten? How entertained were you? Like, let's just kind of try and give a little context how this was for us as a game compared to other games we played. I pre-ordered this game on the PSP when it first came out. It was, I think, 2013. It was Valentine's Day. Heck yeah, spending my Valentine's Day with the cute anime boys. Actually, I still have my notebook. It's got Okita and uh, Saito on it, and I have not opened it. And you know why I haven't opened it is because I was writing all of my thoughts when I first played that game so many years ago, and I'm like, oh no, I'm going to die of secondhand, thirdhand, fourthhand embarrassment if I read whatever it is I wrote in here. But, like, I love this game. I probably would have played it again just because, like, I got the 3DS version. I don't even know why I got it because I already played the PSP version. But I'm like, you know what? I, I spent good money on this instead of buying, like, I don't know, a, like, sweet school life 
uh, keychain or whatever. Right. So I might as well play it. So I was going to replay it eventually because I got the 3DS version. Otherwise, maybe I would not, but only because I already played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it sounds like it had a lot of value. It's great. I love it. That's my opinion. Everyone should play it. Yeah, that's it. That's I'm not going to elaborate. That's it. That's just my opinion. I'm going to need a picture of my I... notebook. <laughs> Me too. I'm curious about it. All right. I picked it up pretty much out of a store just a few days after its release, and I really ended up quite enjoying it. It was more of a curiosity purchase, but my first Atomi ended up being one of my favorite ones, and I've even I've picked up the Vita ports, and yeah, I've, I've, I would recommend it to most VN fans, actually. Yeah. I, I think it's that strong of a VN. It's it's it great is. when your first experience with a genre of game is a positive one. So I'm glad it was. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I kind of have to echo that. I have not touched an Atomi game other than this. And you know what? I had a lot of fun with it. I really did. I would, even if you don't think you would like Otome games necessarily, I would say still at least give it a shot. I think there's something for everyone in it. One of us. One of us. <laughs> I fully admit that uh, I'm going to be a bit of an outlier here, that this would not be something I necessarily pick up uh, myself. I did enjoy my time playing it, and as a history buff, I do like the historical elements. I will have to say that for Otome games, I think uh, going more of the fan- uh, fantasy uh, route is a little more um, my stream, but this was an interesting divergence and I, um, you know, it's pr- uh, particularly different than what's currently uh, saturating the Otomi market. So That's true. Uh, it is. It's a really nice, different um, approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, you know, as somebody who does not like to be made f- feel guilty by games, I'm looking <laughs> at you, Animal Crossing, um, the fact that, you know, if you don't pick this boy, he's gonna die. Uh, was a little off-putting for me. That's fair. Very and... fair. Yeah, you have to be—you have to anticipate suffering mm-hmm. going into this. This is not like the sunshine and rainbows. It's more like raindrops, but the raindrops are your tears. Raindrops yep. are your tears, and then, and then sometimes the sun is shining around the raindrops and tears, so you get like you know a nice pretty scene. Here and there. And then it burns your skin because <laughs> you have become a fury yourself. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I I guess I have to clarify my response a little bit. I, before playing this, I probably would not. I don't think I would have picked up an Otome game really on my own. Although, you know, I am a fan of adventure games and I've played some visual novel-ish stuff like... 999 before um but after this i think i'm much more willing to give in otome a shot especially if people say it's good it can open the gateway yes let's go that's what the furies were about all (laughs) along was that you get one otome game then you want them all yes (laughs) gotta catch them all 
So, so, the, so the blood. <laughs> so the blood is a metaphor for Otome games, which I guess that's would... right. And in the end, the Shinsengumi were great. So you should not <laughs> feel guilty about purchasing all of the Otome games. Give in your credit card, and everything will be fine. Yeah. Does that mean Hijikata is the biggest uh, Otome game fan then? Since According to fans and a lot of the CGs, I guess Hijikata takes the most blood from Chizuru. Ah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I have not played it yet, but there's a more recent Otome game, Cafe Enchante, and one of the boys that you can marry is, is a big mm. Otome game fan. So maybe he's yes. Hijikata's uh, reincarnation. I have heard such it good things about that game. I want it. I want it. I want it. It is so fun. One, let's go. Yes. That's right, Audra. Did you review that one? I think. You... Yep. Yeah. Okay. I thought you did. Yeah, I did. Awesome. Definitely, he's one of the best characters. The Tomi, loving angel. All right. Um, so, do we want to take a look at what I put at the bottom of the show notes and, and guess the Asian Sengume member? I know the first one. Yep. Okay. Who's the first one? It's the others would have to be guesses, but that's that's the fun part. Let's figure it out. All right. So the first one, Nikki knows it. How about Audra and Lucy? I'm, I mean, that is luxurious hair, so I'm almost thinking that it's Hijikata. You were correct. Um, Hijikata oh, is the okay. owner of that luxurious hair, and he's in kind of like a Western outfit. This is an iconic photo. This yes. This is so iconic. It's a great photo. Um, so, of course, I had to make it the first one. All right. Who is next? I think Lucy might also know this I thing. know who this is. Yes, I you do. I know who this is. Hmm. Oh, man. Who is this? Oh, wait. Oh, my. No. Well, okay. These are all the Shinsengumi people, right? Yes. 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 They are okay. Shinsengumi this members. It's not like all of a sudden, like, Dr. Matsumoto there. is, like, a real guy. <laughs> No, it's Cosmo. Oh my gosh. Saito? <laughs> Ooh, okay, Audra guessed Saito. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's Saito. Saito. Nice, yeah. dude. Oh, oh yes! He's so it. prim and proper. He's a little, yep, he looks a little prim. None of that hair! The hair, yeah, where did it go? It looks like it could be super close crop, but yes, this is a, fo- this is a photograph, um, apparently a little bit more recent, like some surviving um, descendants kind of found some photos, so that is... That is Saito. All wow. right. Who is this gentleman who is sitting with some actual swords? That one might be Kondo. It might be. Uh, I'm, I'm saying it might be Kondo, too. Yep. You are correct. That is yeah. Kondo, the Let's leader. Go. Also. I think it was the eyebrows. Yeah. I think it was no, the eyebrows. That, yeah, that, he's got, that, so, he's got like, off. a very serious samurai expression there. I like it. All right, this last photo is a little smaller. Someone also standing at attention with their blade. I'm going to say Okita. Any other guesses? You want to say Heisuke. Oh. Because he looks younger than he actually is, and that was one of the plot points of Heisuke. Well, yeah. Maybe Heisuke, too. Yeah. He's actually Who Okita. Oh, we did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got two. <laughs> that was a fun little game. I got three. I, I, I'm okay with this. Okay. So as far as housekeeping items, uh, we still have episode 300 
coming along soon. Yay, we are two episodes away now. Hey. Well, I mean, I guess if you count this one, that's slightly different. But we have that coming up. We also have some exciting Ace Attorney on the horizon. Yay. So if you would like to contact us, um, our email is retro at rpgfan.com. Um, please also talk to us on social media via Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, Discord. We've got a lot of Twitch streaming happening. Um, so join us in whatever format you like. Uh, we love interaction. And while you're at it, please check out our, our other podcasts, um, Random Encounter, which is news and kind of currently what we're playing and doing. Um, we also have Rhythm Encounter, which we'll be posting again soon, and that is music. And we also have the privilege to be partnering with Phoenix Edge, who also released podcast episodes. So be on the lookout for those things. And, you know, in addition to interaction, we really like feedback. So please review us on iTunes, Google Play, whatever podcast listening venue you like to use. Um, and now let's go around and say where you can contact us individually. Uh, the best way to get a hold of me, Hilary Andreff, um, is Discord. I'm EP Fire there. And Audra, how about you? What's the best way to get in touch? Um, just email um, Audra B at rpgfan.com. Great. All right. How about you, Lucy? Uh, besides being one of the folks that answers your lovely comments on Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, and Instagram, I also am uh, available at J-E-S-I-D-R-E-S um, on various social platforms. Uh, and you don't have to sell your soul to interact with me. Very, very good to know. All right. How about you, Nikki? I have a Twitter. Otome Nikki. That's Otome underscore N-I-K-I at Twitter. The site. It's the even in your name. That's right. If it was two Ks, it would be a diary, but it's just one K, so it's my name. <laughs> Perfect. That is great. All right. Well, thank you so much. Hopefully this was as much fun for you all as it was for me to go through this game together and dish about it. Um, and hopefully this will lead to, you know, future episodes, maybe more VN coverage on Retro. We'll see. But thanks again for joining and good night and good luck. <laughs>